Yo, 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 what's going on? What's up, the brothers, the sisters? We are back at it. Sorry for the hiatus, but I really don't have time for the podcast these days. So more than likely, ah, I hate to do it, but this is probably going to be uh, one of my last episodes. Um, it's been a great ride, but this podcast is not benefiting me in any way. Not like I wanted it to, not like I thought it was, but that it is what it is. I'm not mad at that. It was something that I did in my spare time just to, uh, you know, unwind, talk trash, and <clears throat> tell you all my views. I think everybody that tuned in, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, the end of the year, probably, yeah, this is the last year that the Black Cool is going to be up. Um, it's not profitable. I had money on Spotify. They took it. They never gave me anything for it. <clears throat> so, it's all good. I ain't mad at it. But, um, yeah, man, um, today, I want to talk about something. Uh, so, there was this discussion of Tay Diggs, his ex-wife. Uh, what is Tay Diggs' ex-wife name? Um, his ex-wife name is... Idina Menzel. Um, so she, I guess she was doing, I guess she doing press run or whatever. Um, so she, you know, we've never heard anything from this woman. I don't know who she is. I'm not going to sit up there and say she's not famous because I guess she's a, she might be a shaker and mover in the industry, but I've never heard of her. Um, let me see. So they, they, they pretty much been messing around for a long time. But I'm looking for it. I'm trying to figure out exactly what she said. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, so October 17, 2023, Idina Menzel says the interracial aspect played a part in her divorce from Tay Diggs. While talking with Jess Jess Tyler Ferguson on his podcast, Dinners on Me, Menzel opened up about her split from Tay Diggs. The thing that came into play more, I would say, he talked about it too, is the interracial aspect of it, she shared. Quote, when you're in the theater, it's just not a thing. We all love each other, sleep with each other, and are best friends. But when you leave that cocoon, that bubble, it seemed like there were disappointment, like there was disappointment in the community with him because he was married to a little white Jewish girl, end quote. And um, I guess the two guys, um, 
Ocho Cinco and Uncle Shea Sharp. Shannon Sharp, because he ain't my uncle. Um, and, you know, they, they have a good thing going on over there. And I respect what they're doing. I actually like it when they talk football. But then they start talking about real life stuff. And that's when, you know, they, they kind of show their disconnect from reality in my eyes when you start talking about things outside of football. So, they were saying that, oh, man, you know, we love everybody. You love who you love. And I agree with all that. That's not an argument for me. I'm not arguing. Like I said, you can love whoever you want to love. You can be with whoever you want to be with. Like a lot of white women understood me more. Cool. That's cool. Whatever your reasoning is, that's your reasoning. But don't disparage the other. um, Don't disparage the other. The opposite uh, gender of you as a black man. Don't disparage black women. You found love somewhere else. That's okay. I don't knock people for that. My, I knock you when you start uh, shucking and jiving and skinning and grinning and saying, oh, white women is this and white women is the best. Like, you got a couple, this coon dude, this African boy who's on Twitter, and that's his thing is Twitter porn. He on there smashing white chicks and saying, oh, these 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 white women are better than the black bitches. And, and I just be thinking to myself, what is the point in doing all that? These are women that don't think about you. And I'm, I'm being completely honest. They don't think about you. You get what I'm saying? They're not thinking about you. So what is your what is your motivation for even saying any of these things? You know, so. Another thing is, you know, see what happened was here's the caveat to what she said. I'm a little I'm a white little Jewish girl. Now you already playing the victim. You already know what the what the saying is and all this other stuff. I'm not getting into that. I don't want that type of heat. Um, and, and I really don't have nothing bad to say about this woman. But y'all didn't break up because us. There was no pushback because of his community. There was no pushback from his community. You know where the pushback was from? Himself. I remember him talking about that after they split. He was saying, I felt guilty because it was so many beautiful black women. And they, and, and this is stuff that he didn't hear from other people. This is stuff what he thought. He said it was a self-hatred thing for me because of my guilty. Like I felt guilty because I let all the, the, the black queens and the sisters did it. Bro. You love who you love. If that if that woman made you feel a certain type of way, then you're good. You don't have to justify that. You can't feel guilty to other people if you if you already did what you did. You stand on it. Like, listen, I was in love with her at one point. She made me feel such and such, and and da da da. da and we leave it at that. But all the rest of this performative bull crap of oh, I, I self hatred. One of them bull Winston Duke said that shit like. Oh man, I went and dated a white girl and then black women reminded me like, no nigga, you just wanted to taste the cream. <laughs> it's okay. You wanted to go taste the devil's nectar. It wasn't for you. And then you came back. That's all you got to say. And I'd say that facetiously. 
I say that being facetious. I'm not being serious in any situation. Like, it's cool. That's what you wanted to do. You did it. Move on from it. But all this, oh, it's the community made me feel. No, the community didn't make you feel anyway. I didn't even know Tate Diggs was married to a white woman. Nor did I care who he was married to. I wasn't a fan of his to begin with. Not enough to be involved in their life. I don't care about who these celebrities are married to. If you come across it, you come across it. You know, it is what it is. But we got to stop this bull crap of where we're looking and we're blaming everybody instead of looking inside because that's what he's doing. He's he's putting his insecurities out on black people and then black women in general saying, oh man, I felt guilty. I felt like it was self-hatred that I was smashing on this white woman and I was married to her. We had kids. Bro, nobody give a damn about who you're smashing. See, what happens is these dudes, they get on Twitter and Twitter... Black Twitter in particular puts a lot of pressure on you. Like I said, you know, Twitter is for entertainment purposes. Everybody got something to say. Why not just live your truth? So I go back to Shannon Sharp and Chad Johnson. And this is what they were saying. Well, I get the most pushback from my community. The ones that look like me, the ones that say, no, they're not, bro. They're not saying a damn thing. You're engaging in that bullshit. You're talking about Dr. Umar. Nobody takes Dr. Umar serious, bro. And I'm not disrespecting Dr. Umar, but he's not a serious individual. I'm not the dude walking around policing niggas and saying who they should or shouldn't sleep with. Don't give a damn who you sleeping with, who you fucking. That's your opinion. That's that's your prerogative. If your opinion of a white woman is better, then she's better than a black woman. Hey, that's your opinion. But remember that opinions do change. Stuff changes with the wind. I tell people all the time, a lot of these fucking people go where the wind blows. If you feel the love and and the sanctity of a black woman then that's where you're going to go. Men go where they are loved and people don't understand that. Men go where they are treated the best. Women do not do that. Women will stick in a bad relationship because they feel like they can change somebody. They feel like they can, it's a project. They feel like all these bum niggas that they deal with and bum dudes, I gotta, you know, change up the language. They feel like these bum dudes that they deal with are projects. That's not the truth. These dudes are not projects. They are not going to change. They don't realize that. But when you slinging wood, it is what it is. And, and, and my thing is, this is what they do when they're talking to media. They're creating, crafting narratives because somehow, some way, I'm going to make black folks look bad because I'm blaming y'all because of my breakup. No, that didn't play no part in your breakup. He played a part in that because he felt guilty. Whatever his insecurities was within himself, he felt that way. Y'all met in, in 1995. Y'all got together in 98. Y'all was together 15. Listen, that's your business, baby. Nobody gives a damn about you and who you screwing. Nobody cares about who you screwing. 
That's what people don't realize. And then that goes into this Dwight Howard situation. I'm like, come on, man. Like, what is up with, like, Dwight Howard claims, oh, y'all worrying about, no, nigga, we're not worrying about anything. This dude put a lawsuit out on you and said you allegedly kidnapped him, false imprisonment, allegedly sexually assaulted this man. Nobody cares about who you screwing. People care about the case. People care about the case. More than they care about what the fuck you're talking about, bruh. Okay, so Atlanta AP. Dwight Howard has denied accusations by a Georgia man who stays, who says he was sexually assaulted by the former NBA star and another person. Stephen Harper filed a state civil lawsuit against Howard in July, alleging assault and battery, false imprisonment, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. No criminal charges have been filed against Howard. In response, in a response filed this week by his attorney, Howard described the 2021 encounter at his home in Atlanta suburbs as a consensual requested that the case be dismissed. Harper's lawyers say he met Howard through Instagram and they exchanged explicit text messages before arranging to meet at Howard's home July 19, 2021. While on his way to Gwinnett County residence, Harper says Howard texted him and asked if another man or woman could join them in their personal planned sexual encounter. Howard says that he told Harper, I'm sorry, says he told Howard he's he was not interested. Once at Howard's home, Harper claims they were joined by a man dressed as a woman who identified only as Kitty. Harper says he tried to resist the two men, but Howard and Kitty forced him to participate in sexual activity. Mr. Harper was trapped in the defendant's bedroom, believed that he would suffer intimate bodily harm if he resisted defendant's sexual advances. The lawsuit says afterward, Mr. Harper felt extremely violated, humiliated, and was in complete shock. Howard denied the allegation in his response, which says that the three men engaged in consensual sexual activity. He asked for a summary judgment with the court costs and attorney fees to be assessed against Harper. The Associated Press does not typically identify people who say they have been victims of sexual assault unless they are agreed to name unless they have been agreed to name be named publicly. Harper reported the alleged assault to Gwinnett County Police nearly a year, a year later on July 15th, which is starting to sound a bit funny, but let's continue. After the initial report, police tried to schedule a time for him to come in for a formal interview. According to a police incident report, after making several attempts to meet with him, the detective suspended the case because of lack of participation from the alleged victim. Police said the 37-year-old Howard was an eight-time All-Star, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, and one of the NBA's most dominant centers during the prime of his 18-year professional career. He played for unnoticed... Whatever. 
Alright, so if you got if you got the gist of that, uh, then you would understand that. This shit sounds sketchy at best as I read more or whatever these... I, I didn't read the text messages because they, they were very explicit. And and like I said, I'm not... You know, I'm younger. You know, I'm not younger anymore is what I mean. Uh, all that, that, that reading... That, and I don't want to read things from two men, two gay men at that. Nothing wrong with that. That's what you want to do. You keep that shit to yourself. That's... That's what you want to do. And and I keep telling people, the problem is not with gay men or, or the LGBTQ, whatever. The problem is their willingness to put their everything out there. They, they wear their emotions on their sleeves and then people critique them based on that. They don't critique them because, oh, you're gay and I'm saying you're not a good person. No, that's what they think. See... What the problem is, they think people care about them being gay. No, it has nothing to do with it. People care about you and how loud, rambunctious you are. And, you know, you got to let it be known. You don't have to do all that. Because men, straight men are not doing that. And see, the thing about it is, a lot of of gay men, in my opinion, and it's because essentially... It, it might be with some of the women, but mainly the, the men in the gay community are insecure. They're jealous. They're possessive. This is stuff that I've uh, that I've observed from seeing how they move on the Internet. I'm seeing how they talking. Well, this one guy was on there and the guy. I guess the guy didn't really, he wasn't really feeling bold. So he told him like, yo, this is not what I want to do. We supposed to be making time, blah, blah, blah. And all this other stuff. And people was like, well, you know what he did? He ghosted you. That's not a good thing. And I'm like, yo, what difference do it make? You get ghosted, you move the fuck on. See, people get emotionally attached to people that are texting them. And this is what my whole thing of them being insecure was. If the dude ghosted you, fine. Keep that shit pushing. Women ghost men all the time. Men ghost women all the time. It happens. But it's getting now that we're sensationalized somebody not fucking with you. And that's what it is. They want to be loved. And you can be loved. But you cannot get mad and start saying, oh, this is why I don't play about my feelings. Why are you getting to uh, getting attached to a person that you've been talking to for a couple months? Especially if y'all have not been intimate with each other. Y'all just went out on a couple dates. There's no reason for you to get attached to this dude and then start thinking like, oh shit, like, damn. Um, This dude, he ghosted me. Okay, you move the fuck on. Like men, we don't, like when women, man, I've been ghosted quite a few times. That shit... It fucks with you for a while. It, it kind of like throw you off. It throws you off. But after a while, you're just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, shorty gonna do what she gonna do. It's plenty of women out there. And, and for him, he probably has a lot of options. See, the thing is, they, they're relegating themselves to one thing. They have tunnel vision when it comes to just saying, you know what? We moving the fuck on. He ain't fucking with me. Oh. Let me go to the next one or whatever. 
then it's like this whole thing, and then women are chiming in. Oh man, they ghosted me. Da, 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 da. They ghosted. Did this. They did that. They did this. And it's nothing wrong with these people. It's nothing wrong with gay people. Like we gotta stop this whole because I don't agree with your lifestyle. I'm somehow homophobic, or I don't like you, or I hate you because I don't agree with your lifestyle. I don't care about who you're screwing. If you telling me and putting it out there. Then why shouldn't I care? And this is the whole thing. The White House said, you don't have to worry about where I'm putting my wood. Bro, that's all good and well. But when you got a lawsuit, niggas is looking at you that you allegedly sexually assaulted a dude. And my thing is, and, and this fucking lawsuit sounding even more sketchy. It sounded even more sketchy because the motherfucker filed this shit a year later. He should have called the cops immediately after he got out of there. And like my man said, he was like, yo, it ain't no way that you couldn't. Like, I'd rather get my ass beat than to sit up there and let these dudes do what they wanted to do with me. If you got to kill me, you're going to have to kill me. We're going, I'm going down fighting. Dwight Howard, the gaslighting thing started. Well, y'all just mad because I haven't, you know... (laughs) What are we... We're not mad that you're not texting us, big bro. Hey, big dog. Nobody care about you not texting us, man. Like, we don't give a damn about you not texting us, bro. I don't text men on that type of time anyway. Y'all niggas be weird, man. And it's okay to be weird. But stop trying to bring other people into your weirdness. Like, that shit is just crazy to me. Oh, I'm weird, so I gotta make everybody else seem weird, nigga. You're the only weird one in this situation. Like, you're out here preying on young men allegedly all this stuff is alleged this is what the lawsuit says allegedly and see the thing about it is he's not filing criminal charges he's trying to get some cash and that's what happens I think what happened was they probably had a good time or whatever and Dwight ghosted the boy and that's what all this sounds like it sounded like the white ghosted dude and dude felt some type of way. So now y'all niggas gave, he said the white Howard performed oral sex on him, whatever, allegedly. The white Howard allegedly performed um, oral sex on him. And so he's mad now. You know, and like I said, ah, bro, you could have hit that motherfucker in his face. I don't care. If he's seven feet tall, whatever, you got a knee. Knee him in his neck. Break his damn neck if that dude is sexually assaulting you. That's bull crap, man. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in that situation, they can't. Nah. It's different if you overpowering somebody. But, dude, if, if somebody's performing and doing something like that to you, oh, you got, bam, knee to the face, bro. Or to the body. You know, but I'm not here to, to put... I'm not here to, to dump on that man. Pause. I'm not here to dump on that dude, man. Like, I just think the problem is... When you start... It, like, stuff just don't be adding up. So, um, again, the gaslighting thing is what they do. And I, I was thinking about this for a while. And it was like this whole thing where two grown adults get into an argument and one adult will say, I'm a woman. Why are you arguing with me? No, 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 no. 
when you start calling me out my name and calling me bitches and hoes and all this shit, you a bitch ass nigga. When you start doing stuff like that, you open yourself. And see, women argue to be hurtful. They're not arguing to get a point across. They're being argued. Oh, you a bitch. You ain't shit. Da, 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 da. And this young lady was arguing with me at my job. Her punk ass shall, shall remain nameless. She was arguing with me at my job. And I was all type of hoes and fuck you and all this other stuff. Wasn't arguing with her. I just told her, I said, yo, shorty, you need to check yourself. Well, who gonna check me? You ain't gonna check me. Why are you arguing? I said, I'm not arguing with you. I said, you're the one arguing. You're being loud, belligerent, and doing all these this crazy shit. So... I told her, listen, don't say nothing to me if it ain't pertaining to work. And we proceeded to work like that for, you know, two, three months. But my thing is, when we got into it, the the four or five separate times we didn't got into it. And I'm telling her, it's about a respect thing. You go off the deep end instead of being respectful. We can respectfully disagree with each other without all the name calling and all the insults. And I had to, you know, my ex-wife did the same thing. I, I'm telling her, listen, I filed a divorce. Oh, you a bitch. Stop, stop uh, emailing me. Why are you talking to me this way? I'm a woman. And I'm like, you did you not just see your 50 texts, your 50 fucking emails calling me a bitch and saying I was going to get killed and all that shit? All that shit was cool with this. The minute that I snap and start going in on you... I look crazy. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that because every action has a greater or equal to reaction. And they don't understand that. They always think that, oh, no, I'm a, um, I'm a woman. You shouldn't argue with me. No, that's bullshit. You're grown. You decided to open your mouth and call people out their names. You decided to insult people. You decided not to have a respectful conversation. So don't gaslight me and say, oh, I'm a woman. That's a form of manipulation. That's manipulative. Say, oh, I'm a woman. But having niggas second guess, I don't give a fuck if you're a woman or not. You're going to get the same energy I give to anybody that's going to disrespect me. That's plain and simple. If a nigga has, if he disrespect me, I don't care if you a gay man, whatever, blind, whatever, deaf, whatever. If you are disrespectful to me, I'm going to get disrespectful with you. I'm going to get stern with you. And I realized, and I didn't realize that shit until recently. I'm like, that whole I'm a woman shit, y'all want equal rights, y'all want everything to be equal, except for when y'all getting at work, except for when niggas is cooking y'all. When a man is cooking you, oh, I'm a woman, you shouldn't be arguing with me, you shouldn't be saying that to me, but y'all can be as disrespectful as y'all can be to us, and it's okay. They try to emasculate men by calling them bitches and then tell them, and then gaslight them and emasculate them at the same time and tell them, I'm a woman, you shouldn't argue with me. Well, you shouldn't argue with me. You're a grown up. So once you step into that realm, these words ain't gender specific. The argument is not gender specific. Argument is not gender specific. It's a grown thing. People argue. Now, if I'm arguing with kids, that's a totally different story. If I'm arguing with some fucking teenager, yeah. But I don't, even at that point in time, if I argue with you, you must have been disrespectful. Like, Shorty said something, girl, girl. I said, but who you calling a girl? I had to ask the little bitch that. Why you could, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Everybody's like, no, you can't. And I said, no, it's not about that. 
when you start to disrespect me, you are grown, so you gonna get this work. It's, it's just that simple. That go for men, women, whoever. You're gonna get this work. I don't give a fuck. And I realized that I'm not wrong for putting for motherfuckers. Oh, you know he argue with women. You know he's sensitive. I don't give a fuck about what you talking about, cuz you can call me sensitive, whatever. It's boundaries. If I'm respectful to you, you be respectful to me. It's a certain type of relationship we got. It's just lines I don't cross. Like one motherfucker, she talking about my weight and shit. I never called this bitch ugly. Ever. A day in my life. Never called her ugly because she's ugly. Never called her ugly. Never did none of that. But you want to make jokes about my weight because you think that it's a certain lines that we don't cross. I understand where I'm at with my weight. I'm trying to lose it. It's hard. You get depressed, whatever. I don't share that with nobody because that's a battle that I'm fighting for myself as a man. You know, and as men, we have to stop being stoic. You don't have to be stoic. It's just about having the right and the right amount emotion of emotional intelligence to let motherfuckers know that wasn't cool. That was messed up. But we don't have that because it's either one medium with us. We either don't say nothing or we up here. We don't balance this shit out. You got to balance that shit out. And that's the biggest problem for men is balancing out what this, what we feel like disrespect is and what's going on. But like I said, motherfuckers want to tiptoe and they want to, they, they, they're line steppers. Like my man, Charlie Murphy said about Rick James, he's an habitual line stepper. That's the line he gonna step over, and that's what a lot of the people do. They like to push it, and then they wanna call you crazy trying to get you can't gaslight me. That's bullshit to make somebody think they're crazy because they're reacting to what you did. But see, nobody ever sees the action, they see the reaction. And I'm cool with that. As long as you know you ain't you ain't getting one over on me, you can eat it, you know what I mean? You can eat a uh, uh, EAD. That's what you can do. EAD. You're not getting over on me with that bull crap, man. You're not running game on me, bruh. That's done. But, man, anyway, man, I'm about to get up out of here. Like I said, this probably going to be the last year of the podcast. Make sure we go out with a bang. Love y'all. Peace. Blessings. Prosperity. I'm out. Yeah.